You don't need somebody to tell you something's wrong for you to know something's wrong. And when something's wrong, you go to the word and you make it right. Back in the day, Jesus and them didn't have a health care system, so he had to go and teach the kingdom. And then he demonstrated. Scripture says he would stay there and heal everybody in the village, everybody in the city. Well, that's about 10 people. No, that's that, that's incorrect. We're talking hundreds and even thousands at times. Jesus sat there and he healed them. He spoke a word. They, there's a level of faith. faith. You, there's a level of faith. Well, they, they could just believe that he would heal and he could lay hands on them and they would be healed. But then there's the man who says, I'm a man of authority. I tell this one, go this way. And I tell that one, go that way. It's not necessary that you should have to travel all the way to my house and lose time. Okay. So you can send the word. That's another level. Come on, somebody. That's another level. So sometimes when the Lord prays over the sick, he said, don't have a healing line. Just send it out. We get mad because we don't want the responsibility of receiving. But part of corresponding action to faith is to receive the word. This takes this. This, this is your all day. Meditation in the word is all day. Joshua one, seven and eight says this is all day. Day and night. No, I'm not saying that you missed this or you missed that. I'm saying that those things can't be intruders to the truth of God. Oh, I'm flowing right now. You can't have talk shows, game shows, sporting events. And I love sports more than anybody I know. Get in the way of the truth of God. I don't even let things. Uh oh, don't get mad at me. Don't throw anything. I don't let holidays. I don't let responsibilities to people get in the way. Now, listen, sometimes you can't avoid that. That's not what I'm teaching against. I'm talking about I don't where I have the, the deliberate authority, use that authority to to bless people when I know God needs me to bless him. This is good teaching. No, this isn't about a service. This is really about your life. It's, it's hard to get people to understand. This is about your life. I don't even let my family live the way they want to and then demand of me. Are y'all my friends still? I'm going to teach the television audience. No, you can't demand of me and then live any way you want to. Well, this is how I was taught. Well, you were taught wrong. What does the word say? Okay. And I'll give you what God tells me to give you. And you'll either live with that or you won't. I can't do anything about that. But I'm, I'm, I'm even now having to grow up. Your response is your response. I would rather have his. Because he can pay bills. You can't. When I need to borrow something from you, you're going to hold it over my head. God is just going to say, I'll cede it to you. Paul's second letter to the church of Corinth, he says, God gives us seed to us. So and bread to eat. God will feed me. You ain't got to feed me. What did the Lord say? If I was hungry, I wouldn't tell you. I'm not even going to have that conversation with you because until I'm everything to you, you are flawed. People say, well, he took, listen, I really believe that God took Enoch for one reason. When it says the scripture says he never saw death because he pleased God, let me tell you what it was. It wasn't just in, 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 in the fellowship. God loved his fellowship, but it was his level of faith was so high. God said it's impossible for you to touch, to experience death. That's before Christ defeated death in the earthly realm. Christ de defeated it before we got started anyway. You understand how this works. 
So, well, how, how did Enoch get there? Enoch got there because his faith was where it's supposed to be. Here's what I'm learning. I still have fun. I still play games. I'm losing weight because I'm about to do some balling. I, I mean, I'm about to have some fun with people. But you know what's really the strength of my living? The word. Amen. You got an issue with me being in a word? You got an issue with me. Ah, oh, Lord, I feel like teaching. See, this is what God is saying. This is what God is teaching us now. OK, so let's 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 go a little further so the glory can get on you. You ready? I said you ready. Amen. All right. So now here's what we're going to do. We're going to repeat some things that the Lord had us teach. And and I, I want you to get it because I want the whole audience to get it. And I want the whole audience to to be blessed. And I had to turn to Luke. Let's let's go there because now you have an understanding. Hopefully you have enough from this word to where when we go over Luke chapter number five, you'll understand what God's trying to do um, so that you are blessed. Uh, because I'm teaching on exchanging my skill for God's anointing. This is my true partnership. So we're talking about the spirit of increase resting on you and being on you. OK. Uh, and uh, and so what we're what we're talking about is exchanging the anointing of God, okay? Uh, or, or I'm receiving it, this, I'm exchanging my skill. In other words, I'm saying, Lord, let me have what I have. Um, I got you, Lord. Let me have what I have. Let, let the Lord, the Lord say, let me have what you have so I can give you back my presence. There's a purpose attached to this, okay? Now, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm careful about how I teach this because uh, th this this seed that I'm sowing is only for the grounds of the real intentional listeners. This this is not for the go to church people. This is for the serious people. They're, they're, one of the reasons that uh, poverty is abounding and we're doing all the things we're doing is because we're doing a bunch of things that we think we should do as we scramble for this solution that we're believing God for. And God's saying, this is how I want it done. Everything from uh, reparations to justice, no matter what your nationality is, can only come through seed time and harvest. Okay? Now, as I'm teaching, think of everything you're facing right now. Because he's, he, he's, he's made me numb to what your experiences could be in a good way. Think of what you're facing. Thinking of what, think of what you saw. And don't let any disappointment come into your spirit. Because what you said is working. If you let things you see that are made temporary change your word because you saw them but you didn't let the word of him change your word. Even though you saw it, you don't get the results. Does that, here, let me tell it to you again. You ready? If you let your sense knowledge, what you see, what you hear, and what others say or what you feel interrupt the truth which you spoke and you believed, when you also saw what his word had to say and you heard that, but you didn't believe that. You don't get what you say. Got it now? 
Mark 11 and 23 says, if you say under this mountain, this big impossible thing, although Jesus said that with God, all things are what possible. He says that if you, because of that, what Jesus said, here's what the father says. If you say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. And what does he say? And will not doubt in your heart. Okay. That part there will still stop 98% of the body of Christ. Because you keep, the enemy has trained you to believe that somebody's trying to get something from you that's going to disrupt when God only wants to disrupt to start a new flow. You can't ask the mountain to be moved and then ask God to operate like the world or the God of mammon to move your mountain because that's what you choose. I was sitting the other day and I was thinking about things that people have blessed me with for obeying God. And uh, I've, uh, I've, received, I've received some things. And then I said, Lord, I wonder if they said that's not your business if they've been paid back. That's mine. They sold it to me. I gave it to you. Why are you worried about it? You don't worry about who's angry that they did it. Because when their days are done, they have to talk to me on why they had a, an issue or a fit. Because someone did something that blessed me. When you've obeyed me. Are, are you getting it? Okay. See, people gave up this word and they paid a, a price to give up this word. If you reject this word, you're rejecting God. God doesn't get personal about it. It's just that when you're done living, you just have to go talk to him about it. Uh, maybe you don't get to talk at all. Okay. So that's, that's not why I'm teaching them. Don't say, oh, Lord. I'm... See, that, that's all the enemy does. He, 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 he clouds our judgments with fear. Even before I taught this on my way here, I already knew. So that means that what I say out of my mouth, even to my staff, has to go. I can't pay attention. You understand? Why? I can't pay attention to sense knowledge or, or that word can't be true. And, and nobody in here or anywhere is going to be able to receive what God has to give them without going through with the word at issue. Why? It was sown into good ground and the birds are trying to change your ground to get your seed. The thorns and thistles are trying to change the ground to get your seed. Stones are trying to change the ground to get your seed. You can't let them turn you who is good ground into the wrong grounds or they'll steal the seed and you won't have it. Every game there is to play, I done played it. I'm talking about in terms of not receiving. I've lost apartments. I've lost houses. I've lost cars. I've, I've had people angry at me and creditors angry. One thing I have learned is the word never changes. The only thing that changes is me. And when I get to the place where I'm not afraid any longer and I take the fear off and that's that, you know, people say, well, you told me. Yep, I sure did. But I'm I, I also told the kingdom I would take care of them first and I'm taking care of the kingdom first. Boom, by Dow, it's done. Well, I'm going to get mad. You get mad at him. 
because he's going to give me the grace to learn how to do this where nobody's going to get mad. But don't you worry. I'm going to pay cash for my house. Don't worry. I'm going to pay cash for my car. Don't worry. I'm going to work the things I need to work. I'm going to be one of the baddest pastors. The Lord told me, yes, he says, you will do a great work in this city, son. That's what he told me. Even when I drove, he said, never mind. I'll be with you, but you'll do a great work, son. You just, you just obey. And I'm telling you all what the word will tell you. The word says you will do a great thing in Christ when you obey. I want the whole television audience to hear me. When you obey the word and you put the seed of the word into your spirit, God is promising you to do a great thing. You can no longer blame people. You can no longer get shook up. You have to be determined. You have to say that even though the circumstances look this way, they sound this way. I'm hearing people talk this way. I even feel this way. I'm going with the word of God because the word has given me top of the line. Fine. And I'm going to enjoy that. Am I in the right house? I, 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 yeah, you need to praise him right now. Your circumstances will never matter. Would you do me a favor and would you find three people and just point at them and say trials, tribulations, and circumstances will not stop your word? And when you say that, I'm, I'm referencing that your word is his. Now, if you're just speaking your own word, something will stop it. But if you're speaking his word and you're really believing it and you have to condition yourself to believe it. I'm, I'm way out of whatever here and I'm taking up my time. But I want to read this verse one, Luke five and one. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. So I'm teaching you how to partner with the grace of God to receive God's reward. You got to get out of time. Okay. You're not going to lose your house or your car. Here's what the Lord's saying. And if you do, you gain more of me so that the next time you get something, you don't lose it. Sometimes you're caught in a system that ain't good anyway. And you want something from God and God is saying, I, in this particular time, I don't want to give my money to that system. Well, I just had people do this. That, yeah, you did. God didn't. I am preaching better than we're responding. Sometimes the marital partner you pick gives you troubles, but that's because you picked them. And God didn't. More people cannot walk in their cause today than ever because their marital partners are in the way. The mistake we make is to believe that the marriage is everything. The call is to everything. The pilgrimage is everything. Being an ambassador is everything. You're supposed to work it through the marriage. That means God should pick the partner. When you pick it, that does not become greater than the call. You can't dismiss your call to be God any earth because of who you hook up with. I don't, I don't let who, who I'm married to. I don't let my parents, one I've buried who's with Jesus. 
Okay, I have another one who, who's winning their battles. I, and, and people feel a certain way because I'm not doing what they think I ought to do. And the Lord told me, he says, don't talk about them. Don't say anything back to them. They'll deal with me because you're working on an assignment. People don't care. I'm trying to teach you something. People were angry at me and didn't even know I had a stroke. They didn't understand. You can't just get on the highway and drive four and a half to five hours straight one way because they think you are. I'm trying to teach you how to break free and come out. I've ended up with multiple churches just believing God. I've ended up with a broadcast going around the world just believing God. It isn't me. It's believing in God who wants to show his glory to the world through and in me. So I'm back to that. Who did you hook up with? What arrangement did you set? that you're trying to get God to validate. The only way God can validate your hookup is that first you must validate God in your personal life. And then if that person chooses to run with God, then they can be validated and hook up to you. Why? Because the Holy Spirit must be one with your spirit. So if it's two people, we're one in flesh. No, we're not. Uh-oh, I don't need somebody. Can I come up here and teach for just a second? Can, can I help you? My time's running out, but let me bless you. Male and female in Christ is non-existent. Non-existent. He says, in Christ there is neither male nor female. You're spiritual. When you're born again, you're put back into that. Your destiny is released inside of you. Your call is released inside of you. The there must be a maturity in your marital partner to allow the call of God in you. See, I can't let my spirit be one with my wife before I let it be one with God. It can never be one with her. Because she has a call from God. The Holy Ghost, oh, I'm about to make all y'all mad. The Holy Ghost is going to be one with her spirit. But we're all to have the same mind and the same thought process. That's when we become one. So a lot of us are upset, you know, or that I got divorced from this. I had to face that. And people talk about it. Man, people talk about you because they just, they don't know. Don't get mad at them. They're just not any better. I don't understand how you just forgive people and you just let people be because God forgave me until I could get this relationship thing down with God right. I'm talking about the relationship with him. And he kept covering me and he kept loving me and he kept embracing me. And, the script, and, and this ain't what the scripture, but this is what people saying says, even when I didn't know how to love myself. Come in, in, that way I got some witnesses, right? Amen. Everybody who's listening on the sound of my voice knows I'm saying that even when you don't know what to do with you, God loves you anyway. And that's the way you're supposed to be with people. And that's how, that's one of the ways he shows his glory. So one of the things he told me was, he said, with marital partners, believers ought to receive believers before they can receive anybody else. A believer ought to be a believer. When you cutting up and carrying on and using your mouth against your marital partner, you're doing it against God if they're hooked to God. 
And they say, well, you can't do that. You don't get in trouble with God. And, and, and here's the repeat. This ain't, this you, you ain't God. Well, you know what? Mm. You're wrong. I am. Because he's one with me. You're in a whole lot of trouble. And no, you can't tell me, sorry, male or female, when you think it's the right time. You had better do it fast and humble yourself fast. Lightning fast. Because the person you're angry at is the person he loves. He's in love with him. This is, this is very important. Okay? So at the other church, we're teaching about the life of an intercessor. How can you intercede? Okay? Except Christ do it. Because he's permanently doing it. You just an ambassador, a pilgrim, a representative. When we went into Luke, I've run out of my time, but I wanted to go through and go through each step about adjusting your attitude, adjust your emotional state. Why? I got to get ready for the glory. Fix your, fix your mouth to say the word. Fix your ears to hear the word. They're gates. Fix your heart to fill the presence of the Lord inside of you. Oh, somebody say something. Fix your eyes to see the word, right? And then I put in here, fix your money. Because wherever your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You know who told me? The Lord says, tell them to fix their money. I talk on money all the time because I want it. We've made God an enemy because he wants our money. Are you crazy? You're not moochers. How are you going to want healing and deliverance and breakthrough, but he can't have your money? I'm just afraid the preacher going to trick me. You're not afraid of the attorney. You're not afraid of the grocery person. You go and buy groceries and then they tell you that the meat you buy ain't no good. Oh, you want me? What you want me to do? You want me to teach the truth, right? Isn't that what they do? And then you don't say, oh, well. And then you go to the person, male or female, who did obey God and ask them, to go and buy you some more meat because you couldn't hear God and you bought the wrong meat. Well, I'm just flowing. Okay? So this is what I'm teaching you is so that you can use biblical principles to flow in the anointing. God, whatever it is you do, God wants it. Well, he can't work in the office with me, but he wants your money from it. You're not blessing God if you extend yourself out here with natural things for you, but you didn't extend yourself for God. Well, he better be glad he's getting something. That, that doesn't bother me. Someone just left my life. You don't even know it. And one of the reasons they left was over money. That doesn't bother me. I, I went somewhere teaching the gospel up in the thumb of Michigan and said, I'll preach to the wind if I have to. Money, money doesn't. See, I'm not a hireling. I'm going to teach you what you should do with your money because there's a day coming. Hear the prophet. The Lord says, no, it's now here, son. Well, the poor will get poor. And a war is going to break out over this. A class war. You listen to the prophet. Because we want access without talking to God. 
We want normalcy without getting it from God. I, I'm not one of these people that believes, well, they took the Bible out of, and prayer out of schools. I'll oh, cut all that mess out. I don't want you teaching my child how to read the word anyway. You don't even know yourself. What you going to do? You can't baptize them. You can't pray with them to, feel, to, to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. What, I mean, what are you doing? You think, you think a Bible is going to keep God from... People had Bibles in schools and hated you. Let's get real on this. Come on, let's wake on up now, see. It's the law of seed time and harvest with God and this law of embracing God. You better put your money and your time and your efforts behind the things of God if you want God to give you something. The Lord says, I got people praying that if you can't do that, they're praying that you be removed from the earth so that you can quit using up things. Because I need them. See, that messes with our humanity. And they are praying that. Lord, take these pieces. But they don't know you. They're just saying, Lord, remove them because they're totally useless. They're just sitting there doing nothing every day, God. And they're just waiting to receive. This is, a, this is a, our government. We need our government checks. Just waiting for it to come. And God said, will somebody give me a seat out of that so I can get you out of that? Just working our jobs, earning, earning whatever you're earning, $20,000, $40,000 a year. You're just, you're, you're just going through the process. And God says, I want to take you somewhere that makes you essential, that makes you effective, that makes you useful, that makes you effective. Use the law of seed time and harvest to do it. Left my fear at the side of the road. I hear you speak. I won't let go. I fall to my knees as I lift my hands and pray. Got every reason to be here again. Your father's love, it draws me in. Again, we thank you for listening to the broadcast. Now here's a message from Dr. Pulliam. Blessings to all of my friends and partners. I love you all so much. Your best starts today and only gets better. Today begins offering week for the ministry God has asked me to present to all of humanity. Although God is responsible for my well-being and care, as a sower, this allows us the opportunity to team up with him and use the same ground he's using. God desires for you and I to increase in our financial income and supernatural debt cancellation. We are to use the same law he used, the law of seed time and harvest. When I need or desire, I sow, and then I harvest because I expect to. I love you all. My service to God is good ground, and I'm his seed. To give, please visit www.oneaccord.church 
or www.tajpoyu.com. Again, thank you, and we call you blessed. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. We hope it blessed you. If you'd like to partner with us, please do so by visiting oneaccord.church and go to give, then click the donate button at the bottom of the page. Also, Dr. Pulliam has introduced his new vlog, Village Elder, which shares his testimony of overcoming a stroke and chronicles his daily journey of getting healthy. He hopes it encourages others to get healthy and live their best life. Again, we thank you for your support and call you blessed.